This is Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. This morning, we find out about making a splash with backyard pools and spas and look at how businesses can make a splash with the right media mix. Your host on Ask BBB is Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Thanks, Jim, and good morning, everyone. As well as pools and advertising, we'll talk about a scam that has been around for a while and increased during the pandemic. BBB has put together tips to help you avoid becoming the victim of the pet scam. Our first guest this morning joins us to talk about how business owners can get their message out to existing and potential customers. Colin Botton is an account manager with Chorus Entertainment, the owner of CFPL AM980, as well as other entertainment outlets. Welcome to Ask BBB, Colin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Colin, many of our listeners may recognize your name or your voice. So let's talk a bit about your background in radio, in media, and uh, in general. Well, it's been 30 plus years now, believe it or not, that I have been uh, in the the media racket, the vast majority of that time being spent with radio. Uh, I was on air for a lot of years um, in this market and others. Um, so it's, it's kind of fun that every now and then somebody will still uh, come out of the woodwork uh, saying, I recognize that voice. I recognize that name from, you know, years and years ago. Uh, but it, along the way, I have also uh, been a program director. I've also been a promotions manager and I have been doing sales now for several years as well. So kind of a 360 degree view of media and radio in particular. Colin, there was a time when this radio station was dominant in London, and it still provides solid programming for its audience. But there are now so many choices for listeners and advertisers alike. How do you, in your role, help a business owner select the proper media outlet that will reach that target audience? Well, it's a fabulous question, and it's a very, very important one. Obviously, any advertiser, regardless of what media outlet they're planning on using, they need to know their audience. They need to know exactly who, what kind of consumer uh, or listener or reader that they are trying to reach. And that goes beyond just a, a demographic Um they, uh, it's important to know exactly who and where your customer is, what their, uh, what their habits are, uh, what their needs are. And then with, with uh, the help of, uh, you know, an advertising uh, sales rep or uh, somebody who can, can help you with these questions, they can point you in the right direction in terms of when and where you should be advertising your message. The internet has completely changed how people listen and view, and view, uh, view information on businesses, on um, events. What should an advertiser know about integrating all aspects of available media to reach their audience? They need to know that uh, a multi uh, a multi-platform approach to marketing and advertising is really the way to go these days. Because uh, you know you've touched on it, things are so much more. Um, fragmented these days in terms of our um, our choices and our habits and the amount of time that we spend in front of a screen. And so it's important uh, to not put all of your eggs in one marketing basket uh, because those baskets have become so fragmented. So it's really important to understand uh, the proper advertising mix. And once you've got that proper advertising mix in place, and that could include traditional media platforms such as radio, television, print, but also digital, 
I think everybody needs to have some sort of a digital footprint uh, these days because, uh, you know, the internet is everywhere and so pervasive in our lives. So it's really important to have a a multi-platform marketing approach, but within that multi-platform approach, there needs to be a consistency of messaging because it's very, uh, very possible that somebody is going to see or hear of um, an advertiser or a business on several different platforms. And so making sure that there is a consistent message that is reaching all of those uh, different platforms is very important. And is there um, a general rule or a guidance for how many different platforms you should be on in order to reach somebody and for them to make an action or a decision to come and visit you? Yeah, that's a good point. And it's going to vary really from business to business. Um, it's going to uh, obviously have uh, a lot to do with um, how robust uh, a marketing budget may be for any given business uh, or advertiser. Um, but ideally, you want to be able to have as many platforms as you can reasonably afford to create a decent frequency with each of those platforms. Because you're right, Jennifer, if you spread, uh, if, if you're spread too thin across too many platforms, then no individual platform is really uh, providing a strong uh, marketing service for you. So you need to make sure that however many platforms you're on, you're able to do that platform with a high level of frequency, the highest level of frequency that you're able to afford. It's estimated that we're exposed to between six and 10,000 ads every day. And in that kind of environment, how does an advertiser go about standing out in that noise and in that crowd? Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? When you, when you <laughs> at six to 10,000 ads every single day, that is a lot. Um, cutting out really comes down to, um, again, that consistency that we talked about, um, making sure that you've got, that you're leaving that same little calling card each time you advertise, whether it's, you know, regardless of what sort of platform uh, that you are on, it's, it's, it's about being consistent and it's about being creative, trying to do or say something a little bit, um, different. You know, it's, it's really easy for any advertiser or any business owner to answer those questions, who, what, when, and where about their business. Well, here we are. This is what we do. Uh, this is what we offer. But the question that is most compelling for an audience, for a potential consumer, is the question of why. And that's the one that advertising really needs to focus on, is the why. What's in it for me? Why should I give you my business. And that's the, that's really the key to, you know, trying to cut out, uh, cut through those thousands of ads that we are exposed to every day. And how important is it then to also embed your brand within the community, um, perhaps with earned media or with um, sponsorships, things like that? And how does that go hand in hand with advertising? It's extremely important. I think embedding yourself, a, a, a business uh, that embeds themselves either in the community or even within the media partner that they are uh, using to advertise, this program is a perfect example of that. Uh, but the embedding um, adds a little, a, another layer of marketing that is really important. It says to the advertiser, or rather it says to the consumer, to the reader, to the listener, that this is a business that cares about more than just themselves. This is a business that cares about the community. So whether that, that embedding is something like um, 
sponsoring a youth sports team or, or um, supporting a, a food drive or coming up with your own community event. Um, that is going to speak volumes and it's going to create that relationship and it's going to create uh, that trust in that business with the, uh, with the advertisers and with the consumers. Colin, BBB started as an ad review um, organization looking at truth in advertising. And BBB accredited businesses adhere to a set of advertising standards that uh, promote honesty and transparency in the advertising. Are there other regulations and standards that advertisers should be aware of? Your, uh, your advertising uh, rep will be able to probably give you uh, many more specific examples on their platforms of what is uh, acceptable and what is not. But every one of those platforms, be it you know radio, television, print, digital, they all have their own set of rules and regulations and standards that need to be adhered to. For example, with radio, uh, every radio station is a part of the Canadian Association of Broadcasters. And as uh, CAB members, we uh, are committed to adhering to a certain set of standards and, and uh, things that we can and cannot say. And, uh, you know, a marketing rep would be able to guide a business owner through those standards and regulations. Colin, thank you so much for joining us this morning on Ask BBB and, and sharing your expertise in, in media and, and how we can help businesses uh, be more visible in the community. It's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for reaching out. We've been talking with Colin Botton, account manager with AM980 CFPL. AM980 CFPL was media sponsor of the 2022 BBB Torch and Spark Awards. Keeping cool with a pool, coming up, how to get one and how to maintain it. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask BBB, a program that brings you information from and about accredited businesses so that you can be make better decisions about goods and services that you're buying. Your host is CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. The Civic Holiday Weekend almost seems like the warning light on our gas tank. It's the signal that we are going to run out of summer before too long, but we'll enjoy it while we have it. And one of the ways we can enjoy summer is in a swimming pool. Jason Jackson is the president of J. Jackson Pools, Inc. and joins us now from a poolside somewhere in London. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Jennifer. It has been a hot and dry summer. So what has that meant for pool installations and maintenance? Well, it, it's meant a couple of different things. For, for one, it's, it's heightened the, the demand for uh, swimming pools. We're extremely busy. Um, it has also created a bit of havoc with uh, um, evaporation. We've had a lot of evaporation from pools. Um, I know uh, a lot of people haven't been using their heaters quite as much as they have in other years, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's been a great warm summer for swimming pools and uh, lots of our customers are enjoying them. Um, in addition to evaporation, what does that heat do for pool chemistry? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it, it, it definitely um, dissolves the chlorine um, a lot faster than, uh, than when it's not, uh, not as warm out. Um, for every 10 degrees that the pool water goes up, the amount of chemical you go through uh, doubles. So yeah, the, the, the chlorine demand has been very high. 
And unfortunately, it's been very hard to get chlorine this year. So it's been kind of like a, a double-edged sword. We've heard a lot recently about portable hot tubs as a way to add to that backyard leisure space. What are some choices that people have with this alternative? There's a, a few different portable hot tubs on the, on the market. The one that we were carrying was Rota Spa, and, and there was a huge demand for uh, the Rota Spas. Um, now, unfortunately, their, their plant burnt down last year, so we aren't able to get those uh, models right now, but we still are taking orders for them. They're, uh, they're a great tub. It's a great idea. You can just plug them into a wall outlet instead of uh, spending a lot of money to have an electrician wire it up to 240, 240 volts. And they're very portable. So if you want it closer to the house in the summer or in the winter, uh, you can roll it over. And in the, in the summer, you can move it a little bit further away if it's in an entertaining area. So it's a, it's a great addition to your backyard. If we are thinking about installing a pool in our yard, do you do consultations to guide people through their options? And how far in advance should we talk to you? As soon as possible, because we're booking about a year and a half out for new installs. So it certainly gives you lots of time to uh, think about what you want to do in the backyard. But yes, I, I do do them. Um, there's a high demand for them right now. So I suggest uh, to email me and uh, we'll get you in a, get you a slot for that consultation. And what questions should people be asking? We talk to a lot of businesses about supply chain issues, rising costs. If we're looking at things that are, you know, a year, a year and a half out, is that a discussion we should have with you up front on budgeting? Absolutely. Um, once uh, a decision in May is made and a deposit is put down, I order the product uh, right away, one, so that it's available. But like you mentioned also, so that the price doesn't go up on us in the next year and a half. Um but but the supply chain for for new pools and the products that we need to build the new pools is actually not too bad right now uh that may change because it seems every day brings a new surprise but um again uh you, you can never start planning it too soon when it's time for you to start the pool installation what's sort of the the time frame from start to finish yeah, and that depends a bit on access into the backyard. The bigger the equipment we can get into your yard, the faster it'll be done. It also depends on the scope of the project, if it's an on-ground, an in-ground, um, you know, if there's landscaping involved. But uh, anywhere, best case scenario for uh, an on-ground would be about a week. Some of the larger projects are taking six, sometimes even eight weeks to, to uh, complete. If we currently have a pool, what are some of the maintenance packages we might want to consider? Yeah, so we, we offer uh, two different maintenance packages. One is where we just come out and test your water, make sure that uh, your water is balanced properly and that everything is working properly. And uh, we'll do that um, weekly or bi-weekly most often. And then the other package is a full maintenance where we come out, vacuum, clean the pool, make sure uh, it's ready for the weekend. And again, we do that weekly or bi-weekly. We hate to say we're more than halfway through summer, but oh. <laughs> when should we start thinking about booking or having our pool closed? Yeah, well, again, um, <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, it's terrible to start talking about pool closings, isn't it? But but yeah, you can book them anytime, probably the sooner the better. Um, I prefer to uh, promote uh, later closings, late September, even into the end of October. 
Um, I know once Labor Day comes, a lot of people don't use the pool as often and, and want to get it closed up, but it, it will open up a lot better. The water will be in better shape the, the later it is to close it. It's nice to have the water cool down, you know, to the low 70s, high 60s before you close it. Otherwise, there's still a lot of chemical reactions going on in that water. Have you booked closings now? We have. We are starting to book closings now. And to be honest with you, we closed a pool last week, which was sad. What should we look for when we are choosing our pool contractor? Well, definitely, um, you know, use BBB as a, as a resource. Um, it, it's never a bad idea to ask for uh, referrals. Um, you know, this is easy for me to say because we've been in business for almost 50 years now, but I think uh, look for somebody that's been in business for a while. Um, and, and, and I think it's nice that you want to meet the person one-on-one -on -one, um, and, and know who you're dealing with. Get, get them into your home, get a feeling. And, and we do the same with our customers. We get a feeling for that customer. And, and um, you know, I, it, I, I feel with my customers, it's a relationship. It's just not a transaction. And, um, and uh, I think that goes a long way. Your company has supported BBB standards with accreditation since 1993. And what does that mean to you and your clients? Well, I hope it means a lot to my clients. I know it means a lot to me. And, and I uh, am very um, serious about keeping a, a good rapport with uh, not only my clients, but with BBB as well. And um, certainly appreciate all you guys do, because I think it it certainly does give uh, a bit of um, um, confidence in the customer knowing that we're an accredited business. So uh, I, I very much appreciate what you guys do. Well, Jason, we want to thank you so much for joining us this morning in the middle of summer as we contemplate maybe a pool in our future in our backyards. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, thanks for having me and it's been a pleasure. Jason Jackson is president of J. Jackson Pools, Inc., an accredited business with an A-plus rating, and you can learn more about them at bbb.org. J. Jackson Pools, Inc. carries the BBB seal, the sign of a better business. One of our pet peeves is pet scams. Stay right there to learn more. And we're back with more on Ask BBB with Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Jennifer, you said pet scams are a pet peeve, a little play on words, but I get the feeling it's because these scammers just don't play fair. The pandemic brought along isolation, and of course, we are still coping with that to some degree. So the companionship of a pet, a cat, a dog, or otherwise, brought some comfort to people, and they turned to the internet to find a pet. Shockingly, up to 80% of sponsored pet advertisements on the internet are fake. Wow. 80%. Well, that is, well, as you said, that's shocking. The BBB scam tracker saw a spike in reports of pet scams that was more than four times the number prior to the pandemic. And the average loss is about $750. So the loss can be quite significant. And the monetary loss is just one aspect of the impact of this. Definitely. The reason people are looking for a pet is to ease some of that loneliness and stress of isolation. And the disappointment and financial loss just add to their situation. 
So if up to 80% of online pet ads are scams, I, I guess you really have to be cautious if you're searching online. As we always say, do your research. Only purchase from a reputable dealer. Check BBB business profiles on BBB.org for complaints and customer reviews before you make the purchase. And don't buy a pet without seeing it in person first. If that isn't possible, request a live video call to view the animal, meet the breeder, and evaluate the facility. Conduct a reverse image search of the picture of the pet you are considering. If that same picture appears on multiple websites, it's likely a fraud. And you can also search for distinctive text from ads or testimonials to see if the seller copied it from another website. We also recommend avoiding wiring money or using a cash app or gift card. These payment methods offer no way to get your money back if you are the victim of fraud. And do research to get a sense of a fair price for the breed you are considering. Think twice if someone advertises a purebred dog for free or at a deeply discounted price. It could be a fraudulent offer. And finally, consider reaching out to a local animal shelter. Many shelters are looking for fosters to help relieve animal stress and reduce overcrowding at their facilities. You know, that's doggone perfectly good advice. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we bring another edition of Ask BBB to a close. If you have any comments on what you've heard on today's program, we'd love to hear from you. And if there is a subject you'd like us to include, let us know. You can contact us at hashtag AskBBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember, always look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.